Hi there, Gary Turner here, your host of the Valley Through Vulnerability podcast. Really grateful for you joining us today as I speak with Claude Silver, who is an incredible human being. She's Chief Heart Officer of VaynerMedia. She's a coach, a manager, mentor, and a truly emotional optimist. I absolutely really love the work that she does. Um, when I first re, uh, reached out to her to be part of the Have Courage Summit earlier this year, I had no idea that six months later I would meet her again face-to-face and have the absolute pleasure of presenting alongside her a part of Mike Vacanti's Humans First movement. Um, Claude really is an incredible human being. And as part of this conversation, uh, she shared three key takeaways, or three, three of my key takeaways from this conversation, were around the importance of us removing our limiting beliefs, uh, how we need to back ourselves uh, more positively, and also that there's a difference between big and little courage, which I really enjoyed her speaking to. So please enjoy the conversation. You can find all of uh, Claude's contact details in the show notes, and you'll also find a link to the Have Courage ebook which contains all of the 23 embedded interviews and these uh, different takeaways within it. So please do let us know what you think with regards to this conversation and please do connect um, and or follow Claude and her incredible work. Welcome to the Have Courage Summit. This is a summit that's dedicated to helping you get out of your own way and to help unleash some of that potential that sits within you. This morning, I am more than excited to be introducing the fantastic Claude Silver, who is Chief Heart Officer of VaynerMedia. Hello, Claude. Hello, Gary. Great to be here. Hello to everyone else. Fantastic. Look, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Would you mind just taking a minute to maybe just give, give a bit more of a background for those that may not know you, um, what do you do for work and what you're passionate about? Yeah, of course. So my name is Claude Silver. I am the Chief Heart Officer at VaynerMedia, which is a, a, a digital creative agency headquartered in New York City. We have about 800 people worldwide, and I have the incredible honor of working for them, of encouraging people to bring their best selves, their whole selves to work every single day. I'm incredibly passionate about emotional optimism and people freeing themselves from the limiting beliefs uh, that they carry with them and stepping into their bravery and stepping into their power. That's amazing. And have you always been in the, the people space, Claude, or have you done other roles within, within organizations in the past? I've done other roles within organizations. However, I've always been in the people space because that's what we're working with. That's what we're, I've always been a hard officer because I've always been a, a team captain or a coach and, and have had this belief in people. So I've done, you know, I was a, a strategist for many years in agencies. I also founded my own surfing company in uh, Northern California, and outdoor education, outdoor adventure, but everything revolves around people and teams. Amazing. And in terms of the work that you do um, at VaynerMedia, do you, do you spend, how much of your time do you spend on, stop, you mentioned about reducing limiting beliefs. Do you feel that's a really important part of your work, Claude, day to day? Yeah, it is a part of my work day to day. It's a part of my work that I choose to zoom in on and, uh, and help people identify and remove their own roadblocks. If someone else was in this role, they might do something completely different. But for me, I truly believe that that is what stops us from taking risks in life and from 
being our best, for treating ourselves well, for treating other people well. So I like, you know, it's something that it, it's, it glares out at me and I, I like to bring it to the fore for that individual to look at, acknowledge, and then for us to agree on working it out together. Oh, amazing. If you were going to, you know, courage is quite a big topic, isn't it? Sometimes it can be seen to be quite a powerful word. Do you think people can step into their courage in smaller ways in their, you know, whatever courage means to them to some extent? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think, I think courage, it, size doesn't matter. It's the intention and the impact and how it makes you feel. So whether or not courage is, is picking up the phone and calling someone or texting that person uh, that you have this, this ache to text, uh, whether or not it's raising your hand and taking on a project, whether or not it's doing something as, as grand as uh, getting engaged. I mean, there's all these scales and it's up to the individual to know what works for them. And have you got any examples, if you're happy to share them, of maybe when you've stepped into your courage in the past, or whether it be personal or professional, is there anything yeah. that's come up for you? Absolutely. I, I can mention two right off the bat. When I was 19 years old, I decided to leave university after two years. And I really needed to focus in on getting rid of some bad habits. And I, uh, I chose to go on a semester-long, 93-day-long Outward Bound course, which would uh, require me <laughs> living in the wilderness with nine other people carrying 85 pounds on my back and not, you know, not having proper showers except for, you know, once every 18 days. And it really took, this was a major risk. I wanted to turn my life around. I didn't like the direction it was. And I knew, I knew that there was a possibility of potential for me to get back on the, get back on track. And so Outward Bound was enormous. Uh, another opportunity, and this is another big one, and I'm happy to share some smaller ones, of course, as well. Uh, I was working at an uh, agency, advertising agency in San Francisco called JWT. And uh, I got a phone call from the CEO of JWT London, who said to me, I understand we need someone with your skill sets. And in that moment, the courage I had was, to not say, well, what skill sets are those? But I, my big self said, how soon do you need me? And I moved my entire life over to London and started life again. So left eight, 18 years of living in San Francisco to step into what seemed like an incredible opportunity and adventure. And it was, really, really was. And so there, those are two big ones that I... I seized the opportunity because I saw that um, there, was, there was potential somewhere. I didn't know where it would lead me. I didn't know where moving out to London would lead me and the friendships that, I've, uh, friendships that I made and, um, and the growth that I experienced. But I, I said yes. It's so powerful that. I'd like to just unpack that just a little bit, if I may, Claude, because I think, was there any point before you said yes? to that response? Was there anything going on for you around limiting beliefs or, you know, am I missing that skill? You know, was there a sort of cognitive process you went through? Was it just, no, I'm going to go for this? Uh, leaving San Francisco was 
there was definitely fear because I was leaving a life that I was extremely comfortable in, extremely. I mean, you know, San Francisco had been the longest relationship I had ever had, 18 years. So mm -hmm. it was a city that just wrapped its arms around me and loved me and my friends and relationships. And so there wasn't a cognitive as much as there was me having to look at what was keeping me, what were the fears that were keeping me in San Francisco and what would happen if I released those fears and really kind of threw caution to the wind. And that doesn't mean that I wasn't homesick when I got, got to London. It doesn't mean that I didn't long to go back. There were certainly days that I thought, wow, I might have made a mistake. But I pushed through those days, and the days became weeks, and the weeks became longer spans of weeks. Uh, and then finally, it was life. Oh, that's, that's really amazing. It's, it, it's really resonating with me because... You know, some of my my the reason I put this summit on is just it's I, I think sometimes we get sort of wrapped up in needing to think every decision is a big one. And I think I was certainly guilty of that of, you know, if I'm gonna make a difference or who am I to try and impact people's lives, you know, I do this job or you know, there's this I certainly dealt with the I'm not good enough gene for a very long time in my mind. And once I realized it was just my thinking and no one actually ever said that to me, it, it sounds crazy to say now. But literally, it's my thinking that has held me back and nobody on the outside world. And I was just like, oh, my God, how freeing is that? <laughs> Does that resonate with you at all? Oh, gosh, I'm smiling because <laughs> the minute that we understand, we don't have to believe those thoughts. And they're not bad thoughts. We just we don't have to believe those thoughts about ourselves. They've been made long ago that we are deficient in some way, shape or form. But that's just a story. And so we don't have to believe the words on that page. We don't. And that takes courage. That takes saying, no, I'm gonna try something different today. No, I'm going to, instead of saying, I'm a loser, I'm going to say, I'm a winner, or I'm worthy, or I am enough. I'm a good friend, I'm smart. Replacing the negative with something positive, which we all, all of us can do. Every single one of us can do that. I love that. So, so powerful. I think one of the things I'd like to touch, it's been a really big topic on social media. So I hope and it is linked to courage, I feel. So I'd like to explore this. We both share a, a mutual passion, or a mutual detest for the word soft skills <laughs> when it comes to our, our human skills. And I, I, I find it really interesting that today Tom Peters has put out a post about one of the um, business schools now talking about a master of the business of arts instead of administration. And I think for me, there's something about being courageous and actually saying that hum these human skills truly are as valuable as the hard skills. Do you, do you, does that resonate with you? I mean, they're more valuable. Yeah. Without these human skills, these necessary life skills, we don't get to the hard skills. That's, that's the rub that I feel like we need to open up to. I mean, the word, the term hard and soft skills came from military. Mm -hmm. And okay, I understand and respect the military for sure. And, and, and the courage that those people, men and women have, all of that stuff. But the fact is, is we don't, we don't get to bravery without self-awareness. We don't get to bravery without 
compassion and empathy towards ourselves and towards other people. We don't just like walk out of the door one day without any kind of life skills and, and, and even know when to cross the street. So it resonates with me in a big way. I find the term to be incredibly demeaning and demotivating and devaluing. And uh, I, I, all of us deserve to have these necessary life skills embraced. And uh, there is no scale. Oh, so you're cognitively smart and I'm more analytically smart. Well, I win. No, we all win. That's, that's, that's so lovely. You know, I've been, and it is courageous. I think it is a courageous thing to do to actually for a leader or for us as individuals to say, I'm going to have conversations about emotion. And I think there's some, there's something I've learned through this process of this summit around being okay with feeling the emotion and actually understanding what it's telling you. And that's been yeah. a really recent thing for me because I've, you know, I, I, I sort of, I felt emotion on the surface, but not actually internalized what that feeling has been telling me until actually quite recently. Is that something that sort of resonates with you at all? I'm just sort of bouncing ideas off you now, Claude. <laughs> so, um, so yes, I, I started to look at what my feelings meant a long time ago, uh, meaning 20 plus years ago when I didn't like the situations I kept found, finding myself in. And I had to recognize that I was the one putting myself in those situations. There's no one that forces me. And I had to finally take a very hard look at why, why I was choosing to do certain things and why I was throwing caution to the wind and why I was not, not owning my stuff. And uh, as I got more and more comfortable with being heart-centric and embracing my right brain self and embracing the fact that I skew more empathetic than analytical, I started to like myself. Mm. And liking myself, it allowed me to really further like other people for who they are. You know, I, I'll never forget the day that uh, I was uh, in university my first year and my friend said to me, so what do you want to be? You know, what do you want? You're going to, here we are, we're freshmen in, in university. And I said, I want to be a psychotherapist. I want to help people. And I will never forget her looking at me and saying, well, you have to help yourself first. And I, it's funny that I remember that. Mm. because It's common sense, but it was not common to me at 18, 19 years old. It's, it's so fascinating, isn't it? Now, I'm sitting in front of you, Claude, on this conversation at the age of 42, and literally I'm, I'm calling what's going on for me the last 12 months a midlife awakening. It's so far away from a crisis, so far away from a crisis, but it's literally just waking up and going, oh, Jesus, why, why didn't I know this 30 years ago? <laughs> well, it's funny because you know how we say, um, you know, breakdown? Oh, I had a breakdown. Mm. No, you had a breakthrough. Mm. You didn't have a breakdown. You broke through so that you can figure it out and blossom. That's what I think. Breakdown, midlife crisis, these are negative words. There's something wrong with us. No, there's not anything wrong with us. That's the thing. And that's when 
we have to look at these words that words have so much power, soft skills, so much power, crisis, so much power, so much negativity. And the fact is, is there's nothing wrong with us. We just have so much possibility inside of us that needs to be tapped into. Oh God, right. We're coming up to the end of our chat, but I'm now very, very shivery as you just said that comment, because there's something I've been communicating the last, literally only the last couple of weeks. And it's something I really feel, Claude, is we, you know, you think about children or, you know, your nieces, nephews, friends, children. They just don't, they're not, they're not afraid of anything. You know, the eyes are open, they're taking everything in, they're curious. And I just genuinely feel that we're all 10 out of 10, but we've learned how to think our way away from that. And now I'm suddenly going, oh, I'm a 10 out of 10 as well. I saw, yeah, I believe that now. But it's taken yeah. 42 years <laughs> to remember. <laughs> and that's okay. And had it taken 58 years, that still would have been okay. Yeah, great point. You know, and the fact is it's 42 and you have an influence around your family, your friends, people that are watching this and, and entering into the summit that people will see a 42-year-old man has decided to have a breakthrough, has had the courage to step into a midlife awakening. Pretty cool. And with Claude Media. Claude, Claude Media. Claude, Claude Silver. It's your business now. Sorry, Gary. It's now, it's now Claude Media. Um, but no, honestly, I, I just really appreciate you bearing the time because it's just so powerful what you're saying. And I really love that breakthrough part. It, it is like, it, everything's language, isn't it? It really is. Everything is language and we owe it all to the Greeks. And if we go into what the root of words mean, we see that not everything is as we define it. If you look at the word culture, C-U-L-T-U-R-E, the root of the word culture is cultura, C-U-L-T-U-R-A, which means the cultivation of the soul. That's massive. The cultivation of the soul is, is actually the origin of the word culture. And so let's go, if we're gonna, if we're gonna dwell so much on words, well, let's get it right. I never knew that definition. That is so powerful. Yeah. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Right, I need to let you get on your day job because I'm, otherwise I'm gonna monopolize your day. So how can people that maybe don't know, what's the best way? I know you're quite avid on social media. That, would you mind just sharing how to get hold of you, Claude? Those yeah. are maybe uh, Instagram, Claude Silver. LinkedIn, Claude Silver, Twitter, Claude Silver. I, I respond to every DM, anyone that, anyone that writes, I do respond. It might take me a few days, but I appreciate anyone that reaches out uh, and asks questions or provides knowledge to me or just wants to say, hey, have a nice day. That's wonderful. Well, you've been more than a joy. And thank you so much for sparing your time, Claude. Thank you. Thank you, Gary. See you soon. Bye.